pressure can make uh, diamonds or burst pipes. So it's like when you get smacked in the face, bro, that's pressure. Like how do you respond to the most important thing to it? So um, that's mental toughness for you, bro. That you're able to take the L. Like you ain't just you know pumped about it, like damn, and we shouldn't have lost this and the third. Like no, because we did lose. Why? Like so from there, it's just like now you can actually get to an answer and like get to the next step to where it's like. All right, cool. Like you said, when we come back around, I know what's up. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is another episode of the D-Ball Jones Podcast with the man, the the legend, the defensive player of the year himself, Nelson Hatch. What's going on, bro? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good now, man. I had to uh, vent and release some things before you know, we got situated with the podcast, but I'm, I'm loving now. Hopefully, everything goes smoothly and accordingly to plan, but uh, besides that, I'm doing great, man. I can't complain. That's good, bro. I'm glad to hear that. Oh man, the stuff it takes to run a podcast, man, it's a blessing. I cannot complain. But anyway, um, we will be switching things up a little bit for this episode. Um, we're going to be doing a mini interview, is what I've chosen to call this one, because I can't think of anything better. And we're going to be talking to each other and asking each other certain questions about this certain concept or idea around pressure. Just um, get in you know, a, a deeper dive into each other's perspective of us personally, but also us uh, within our worlds of you as a player and me as a trainer, businessman. So just picking into each other's lives a little bit and seeing what is pressure to us and how we deal with it and cope with it and whatever else comes to mind. So, um, yeah, actually, you can start if you want to. It don't really matter to me. Man, I thought it was an interview. You're supposed to ask me a question, girl. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's up to you how we start, bro. Like, I'll start it up. That don't matter. Um, <clears throat> Go ahead. All right. So, for you, man, um, when it comes to pressure, like, do you feel pressure? Like, for you, what what is pressure for you personally? Like, when it comes to pressure, because I know some people say pressure is not real, or pressure this, pressure that. But for, well, for you personally, like as nelson the human being not the player but just nelson the human being what is pressure to you um i feel like pressure is is difficult circumstances and situations so like you not so like you said not just basketball but in life if i'm put in a difficult situation naturally there'll be pressure to come with that like mm-hmm. to figure it out or to make it out of that situation to get the best outcome out of it However, to solve that problem, and you know, it's very like levels of pressure. Also, it's like it's a very varying levels of difficulty and whatever you might be in. So, like, uh, I remember Damian Lillard was like, they asked him about how 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 could he handle pressure, or whatever, and he was like, uh, it's not really, it's not no, pre- there's no pressure out here. Like, there's no pressure in basketball. Like, the, the guy who can't, who don't know where his next meal coming from, that's real pressure. And he right to yep. a certain degree because. Like when we talking about in the grand scheme of things, taking a shot in a basketball game is nowhere near pressure of life of not knowing where your next meal coming from or how you gonna pay a bill or something like that. And so that's um 
so that that's that's what I mean when I say there's varying levels of pressure in in, uh, in every situation. So that's just that's just a, a response to it. It's like all right, or that not a response, but uh, a side effect of whatever, whatever might be arising, like whatever kind of problem or situation or it, it, that might it may have come up in your life. That 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 comes with pressure. So then you know it's up to you to decide how you handle that or how you respond to it. So, so let me let me flip it on you. So, what what do you call pressure? What do you think pressure is in your own words? I was exactly say the, the exact same thing, like that Dame mm-hmm. quote to where it's like, um, like a lot of times we take pressure and make it such a big thing, especially when it comes to basketball and the game win. And it's like, like at the end of the day, man, we got to remember, like this is a kids' game. At the end of the day, bro, like anything in and around this is a blessing, bro. It's not it's not pressure, like. We we put too much emphasis on this stuff when it's like it's not that deep. Like I, it is deep because it's people's livelihood and whatever. But at the end of the day, bro, it's a kids game. Like we're sitting here right now dissecting things in and around the kids game. Like not to belittle it because basketball is my life, but I love it. But we put too much emphasis to make pressure around this. You feel me? So um, I think pressure. For the most part, um, is I, I got to a point where I looked at pressure as a gift, not a curse. To where, let's use an NBA analogy. So nobody's looking at the Rockets right now, or the Pistons, or you know certain teams, or the Cavs. Look like you guys need to go win the championship right now. No, just go play basketball, bro. We seen what you got. Now look at the Warriors, Warriors a little bit. We look at the Lakers and it's like, yo, where that ring at, bro? It's about that time. You feel me? But with that pressure comes a level of respect because what we're saying is you guys have meet a level of qualification to say, you guys, we're looking for a certain level of expectations out of you, which is a compliment. Basically, what we're saying is Lakers, you're good. Rockets, you're trash. That's basically what we're saying. So that pressure is really more of a compliment rather than like a defeating thing. You feel me? Like, Dame Lillard, you were saying you're a good enough player to wish you win a championship. It's not a bad thing that we're putting pressure on you, but that's a compliment saying, yo, you one of the top guards in the league, one of the best players in the game. The pressure that we have on you is to say, we expect this certain level of greatness from you. So uh, I started looking pressure as a compliment rather than a negative thing. So, um, it's not really a definition, but that's just how I see pressure now. Cause that gives me, that takes the stress off of it and makes it more of a, like, I don't say humbling thing, but more of like, it puts things in perspective for me to where it's like, it's a, the gift rather than the curse of it. So that's kind of how I see it. It's not a definition, but it's just how I see it. I understand that there is definitely a, um, a certain, so in terms of sports, there is a certain level of respect that comes with pressure. Like we, like you said, we're not putting pressure on the guys that like there's no expectations on. Yeah. But when there's expectations on you, that, that we have enough respect to expect something better out of you. Or to mm-hmm. like we 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 respect you enough to expect great things. Therefore, you know, there's a pre- there there's a certain amount of pressure that comes with expectations. Yeah. Expectations could be something like the greatest pressure. Like like a lot of guys don't realize that like everybody wanna be good, everybody wanna be on good teams. Everybody want to be, you know, everybody want to be with the uh, on the Lakers type team. Everybody want to be on the Steph Curry, KD Warriors type yeah. team. You know, everybody want to play for the Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen Bulls type team. Where they, 
they feel like they're going to dominate. But you never know how much pressure comes with being on those teams where you're expected to win until you own them. Yep. And so that, that, that's, that's part of it. Like, folks don't understand sometimes. Like, man, like, it's not, it's not all just peaches and creams because you're on a good team. Yeah. Like, yeah. how we tear – like, how folks do Russell, Russell Westbrook. People have been on Russell Westbrook for years. But he played for the Lakers and he, he played with LeBron James. Now it's like, oh, man, Russell the worst point guard in the league. Like, there's a certain amount of – you know, that ain't what we're getting on today. But, you know, yeah. there's a certain amount of pressure is what I'm saying. There's a certain amount of pressure that comes with being great great or good. So – that 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 is a some that is somewhat of a compl- uh, compliment in a way, like you said. That's a, not so. It's good that you kind of found a positive way to spin it in your own mind. Yeah, like that, even but, more in a personal life too. It's like, like if you look at a, another man, and it's like, I'm not trying to put anybody down, so I'm not going to name anything specific. But like you look at another man that you see, and it's like, you don't see much going for him. You don't expect much from him, so he doesn't have that level of pressure. But somebody right. who has potential, you look at him like, oh, he has a bright future, man. Let's see where he can go to. So now it's like, man, you expect so much from them. And, and sometimes that pressure can get to people. And it's like, yo, y'all expecting me to do this, that, and the third. And it's like, whatever. But at the same time, you have to manage that by looking at how you are and what you expect from yourself. So I might be getting ahead with your questions. I don't know. But like, that's just how you can Sorry. like um, gauge the pressure. And like, like I said, to make it more real life situation where it's like, you might look at a teammate and it's like, bro, you ain't got the pressure I feel to do this role. That's not your role. So you don't feel pressure here. Like, what you worry about rebounding for, man? It's like, I don't care about rebounding. That's not your role. Since that's not what you do. <clears throat> As the man of my family, this is the pressure that I feel to, uh, I got to provide for my family. I'm a, sing- I'm a single dude. I ain't got no kids. So it's like, I'm worried about me. Compared to my dad, he got to worry about the family. Like, that's two different types of pressure that I cannot compare. It's more pressure on him because he has more people looking up to him. But that's more responsibility and more expectations put on him because of where he is. So that pressure on him is more of a, a thing to where it's like I, you can expect him to take care of us because of where the way we see him. So it's not like a negative thing to put all this pressure on my dad. If something happened to the family, we automatically like, yo, dad, what's up? Like, ain't nobody looking at me. Brian, what's up? Uh, what my dad say? Did he say something? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, that's real, but like for real. So it's like same thing in basketball, bro. Like something happened. We ain't looking at uh dude on the bench. Like, what we looking at you for? Hey Nelson, what up? What's up with this defensive end? We we need to stop. We're looking at you. Like, what's up, bro? Like oh, but Brian, that's facts though. Like it yeah. really be like that. Man, so not to get ahead of ourselves, but like this kind of pertains to what you're saying. So we 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 uh have five goals every game. Like I co- I coach writing them down on the board. Everything. There's five goals we need to accomplish in every game. And if we do, if we accomplish all five, you almost guarantee to win. Like very rarely will you ever get all five goals and lose. Have ten or less turnovers. Rebounding battle, so as in get more rebounds than the other team. Uh. Dang, why can't I remember right now? <laughs> win the rebounding war. To 10 turnovers, shoot 70% or more from the free throw line. Uh, five or more kills. Is it just four of them? I'm going to score. 11, 22, 33, 17. I'm missing something. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, 
But one of the goals is to get five or more kills. Kill is three stops in a row. If we we cause a, a missed shot or a turnover and get the rebound, or a missed shot and get the rebound, or what's the turnover? Three times in a row, that's one kill. So we need five of them in the game. So whenever we get two stops in a row, my assistant coach, Carl, keeps up with it. When we get two stops in a row, he'll call my name. He'll say, Nelson, this is for a kill from the sideline. Telling me, because I'm like the defensive anchor. So that's supposed to like alert me, like, all right, we need this stop. Like, so it's like, Nelson, this for a kill. So that's supposed to like, I'm like high, high alert. I'm like, okay, we need to kill. So I'm, I'm on it. So like, I'm, I'm pointing. I'm telling people where to go. I'm telling guys where to go and what to do. And we get to stop. Like guys, hype up. You know, they, they clapping. You stuff like that on the sideline. It's very important. So like, that's pressure on me in a way. Like, like even though this is one possession, trust me to be like they. He telling me he ain't saying eighteen. <laughs> this is for a kill. He's like Nelson. This is for a kill, so make sure we get it. Yeah. And then sometimes he does that, and, you know, somebody just get, you know, and, you know, you playing college basketball, somebody might just get bop, 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 pull a little over the top. You know, we play a good defense shot and just went in. You know what I'm saying? So ain't much I can do about that, as the, you know, even though I'm just I'm the defensive anchor. But ain't nothing like when you say, hey, Nelson, this for a kill, and we play great defense and get a steal or force a turnover, something like that. that that's big for the team, so – I take I take a lot of pride in that, knowing that you know he he put that responsibility on me. Uh, that that just when you just reminded me of that as you were talking, like like hey dad, what's up? Like what my dad say? That that's me. Like hey Nelson, what's up? Like we need to kill. Like it's on yeah. you. Yeah, five guys on out here. Hey, no you. Like yep, 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 yep. <laughs> well, we gonna get this stopped. So that that's that, that's one of the small pressures. Of my game or part a part of what I do for the team, so that is that that just something I want. You know, that's just something you reminded me of in time. But moving on in our discussion, man. So my first question to you is, what do you think is like that puts the most pressure on you as a trainer when it comes to training kids? Like, what is one situation or scenario that you feel that or that you've already been in? I guess that you feel put the most pressure on you as, as that kid's trainer or whatever? Um, the situation that I felt the most pressure, I have to say um, working with high, higher level players, like, like really good college players. Like I've, I had the opportunity to work with uh, a handful of D1 players, D1 uh, girls, uh, a guy from D2, and that was probably the most – like, I don't, I don't – they didn't give me pressure, but I think the pressure I put on myself was what really what got me there. Just because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, this is, like, for real players. Like, you can't be – like, I know what I'm talking about, but you got to know that you know what you're talking about with them. Because it's like, if I came to you – they know. Exactly. So, you, I, I can't I can't come up here and be like, oh, we going to come here – and uh, <clears throat> um, I think we're gonna like you got time for that, bro. Hey, we doing this, that, and the third. That could be wrong, but it's like, oh, I'm kind of confident. Like, all right, see what you, I'm gonna believe in them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I put that pressure on myself to perform, and um, 
be prepared to a certain extent to where when I'm with them, they're getting benefit. And as I've grown since then, it's like I've learned more and I simplified the game to where it's like it makes sense to where it's like I'm so used to training kids. And it's like so much fundamentals and basics that they need that they need to learn. Of course, you need to go advance and stuff so they can actually develop. But like to a certain extent, I got all the fundamentals and most of the fundamentals I need to have. Like that's why I'm playing D1 and D2. Like what's next? You feel me? So it's like that was a pressure situation. And um, the two ways I could say I dealt with it was really just like embracing it. Like I take this challenge and just run with it and see what happens or I can run away from it and never really know. So that's kind of one way I took it. And the second end of it was just being open. Like I didn't try to come off as a know-it-all, come off like I fully understood I stayed within the comfort zone of what I knew I knew and how to get you better. Like I really nitpicked on certain stuff to where it wasn't nitpicking to make it seem like I knew what I was talking about, but I actually did nitpick to where I knew what I knew what I was talking about. So you can, we can have a legit comfortable conversation to where I'm confident in knowing what I'm talking about here. Like, and I feel very fine with that. So I found a lane and comfort zone with them to where it's like, okay, boom, I got your trust and, we can ride this direction to where now the other five things I might not know about, we good because I know how I am going to learn anyway. So um, that's just kind of how I took it. Like I just embraced the challenge of it and just tackled what I did know to where it's like that opened up the avenue to where I could go more directions with you. So um, yeah, that's probably the most pressure situation I've probably had in my opinion. Um, yeah, I hope they answered your question. No, I did. There is a certain amount of pressure. Of, I never thought about it from the trainer's perspective, but I'm sure there is a certain amount of pressure with working with higher level players, especially with with you who you who normally would be working with kids or like just lower level lower level players, middle school, maybe high school, whatever. So that's kind of I, I can understand how like going from that to working with like a D one player who obviously have been through a lot of training sessions, like probably is a lot of pressure that comes with that. So I definitely get that. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, I'm still cool with most of them to this day. And, you know, they ain't never, I'm pretty sure they want to be like, oh, you suck to my face. But at the same time, it's like, you know what I mean? Like it's a level of respect I feel like they do have for me. So if I did suck, I don't know. They didn't tell me, but I, they kept coming back a few times. So, I mean. If they came back multiple times, that's enough. They'll let you know. Yeah. So that's, that's all I needed. You feel me? So. I took that as my thing, and I'm still cool with some of them to this day. Like, we speak every once in a while, and, you know, we got a respectable relationship. So, I just took it as I did my job. So, um, now my question for you is, kind of piggybacking off of that kills, um, when it comes down to, let's say, how do you bounce back from the failed pressure? So, you know, you got the two kills, and it's like, how do you feel if you keep failing with that next level so you you got the two stops you keep failing to get that third one like how do you recover from that to where it's like okay i got the two we what are we doing to not get that kill like we we just one two the third stop we can't get there okay we got one two third stop so how do you recover from that and like do you feel more pressure from that rather than um like a normal play, like you said, it amps up some. So I'm pretty sure that feels different than normal play. But like, how do you recover from 
not getting that kill because like you said you it's one stop two stops most teams probably be happy for that but in your mind you train to be like get that third one so how do you recover from when you don't get a third one well, a lot of times when we don't get the third, like if, if it's a consistent thing, like we can't get the third stop. Because, you know, obviously these games where we don't get all five kills or whatever. But if I feel like it's a consistent thing where we're not getting all all our kills, a lot of times the coach will tell us at the time, I'm like, hey, man, we only got one kill right now. Like if we if we want if we want to win this game. We, we need more kills. We need the great stops. All this, yada, yada. So that's it. You know what I'm saying? So. When I feel like it's a consistent thing, I normally have to try. I normally try to make an adjustment, like team wise, not just myself. Because uh, not not trying to brag now, but very rarely, like, am I the one getting scored on consistently? When I am, I I know what I need to do. But when the team is getting scored on, we're not creating stops. I try to make an adjustment. I say, hey, or, or even if even if it's not just telling somebody else to do something out the gate, I might go to coach and be like, hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? I think we need to do this with so-and-so. Like, like then they respect me enough to listen to my input as a player, especially on the defensive end. They know I wouldn't just be saying nothing for no reason. So that, that there's a level of respect they have for me in that, in that, in that aspect. So that's usually how, what I go to. If I feel like we've been scored on too much, and a lot of times that happens. Like, like we're not just a super great defensive team. Like sometimes, you know, like, if teams play a certain way that doesn't that that you know every team has a certain way that like they don't like the guard or they're not good at defending whatever like that that might be like they kryptonite you know what I'm saying, and so when teams play in that style I ain't gonna say it on here because you know I mean by the time they see this you know the season gonna be you know good and good and going but anyway I still don't even want to say it just you know I might be playing next year, <laughs> but if the team is playing in a way that like we're not very good at guarding. A lot of times I see who the better players are, and I'll be like, all right, so look, this is what we're going to do about him. Like, hey, when he does this, because I'm good about remembering their plays and their sets. So I'm like, okay, when he does this, me and you will switch. Or next time I'm going to do this, send them back to you, make sure you're ready, all this, yada, yada. Like, he will not be the one to beat us. That's the type of Christian person I am. All right, he in shots. Next time he do this, y'all switch him. Or shoot, not to be the dirty person, but next time he come through here, just give him one of these. Like, just hit him, bump him. Something, old guys off their rhythm, and so that's that's the type of guy. And when it comes to like not getting our kills, I'm like, all right, we gotta make it. We gotta make a change, like, or even if the change is just slight, like, all right, when we switch, I need you to take a step up. If he backdoor you, I'm right here. So don't worry about getting backdoor. We still gonna steal that pass. Just make sure it's not an easy catch for him. Like, make make things difficult for guys. So that's that's my that's usually my go to when it comes to not getting killed or not getting. The third kill because if, if you can't get three stops in a row, then they obviously have something they can go to if they're scoring every three plays. So they have something that's working for them, whether that be one player just hot that night or a certain play or anything. They have something going for them, so you need to make an adjustment to that to that something and make sure they can't just keep going to it the rest of the game. So that that that's usually what I, that's usually my job is to make that adjustment, see that. And like I'm the type of person that I'm I'm looking at it. I take pride in this, so I'm not gonna keep letting us get scored on every play. So I'm I'm gonna be the one to be like, hey, they keep going this way, they keep going to this, make sure we do this next time. So that's that's pretty much it to it. Like just make that that adjustment to whatever the deep the offense is running consistently, and we should be good. So do you feel like it's 
a different level of pressure between that or stopping a run? Like, do you feel like it's, <clears throat> is the pressure different for you? Like, do you feel different when it's like, all right, we got that kill. We got to get this kill. Like, cause that, you know what I mean? Like that kill means a lot. Like you said before, if you get all five things done for your team, including that kill, more likely going to win. So do you feel more pressure to get that, that third stop for the kill? Or you do, do you feel more pressure to stop a run that's going? So you like, they on an eight or run right now. All right, we got to get stopped right now. Like, do you feel more pressure on one or the other? Or is it just like, you don't care. You want to get stopped regardless. So um, I feel I usually feel more pressure with the stops because basketball is a game of run. Like I feel more pressure with stopping the run. I mean, say because like with the kills, like like you. So in the situation you gave me, like they say, hey, this for a kill, and we don't get the third stop, but we still got two stops in a row. So if we did score in those plays, we still we win in that situation. But if a team is going on a run, basketball is a game of run. So if they're going to run, that's how they win the game. We got to make sure this run don't last long, and then make sure we go on a run of our own. So we need those stops. Like we don't, you don't go on runs without stops. So, uh, that I, I definitely say I feel more pressure with the stops or uh, stopping that run because when the run is going, and then the t- you know how teams are like, especially guys that are scores, when guys get on runs, they be like, oh, we need to get a bucket. No, we need to stop. <laughs> we need to stop them from scoring. Stopping them from scoring will give us the, give us more opportunities. And so, but that that's just how my mind works. Like we, we a lot of us think different. I have a defensive, I have a defensive mindset. So when the team gets go on the eight eight zero run, ten zero run, I'm that guy. Like, hey, sit down right here. We need to stop that guy. Yeah. Uh, I definitely would say I feel more pressure to stop that run because runs is how you win games. Like we can't if they do the team's gonna go on run. Like I said, but we got to make sure this run don't last long, or we're gonna be in trouble. I definitely that I definitely that that takes precedence over getting the third stop after you already got two. That makes sense because, like you said, it's a game of runs, and like if you're not able to stop that run, like he keeps going back and forth. Like it's gonna be a shootout, but it's gonna come down to who gets that first stop. Because if I can stop you and we score, we keep our run going. That means a lot more than the kill. Because like you said, the kill's been like, you know, two plays. We already got two wins by getting two stops. That third one's just like the icing on the cake to get. It's a personal thing for y'all. Like, other teams don't really know about that. They might, but it's not that irrelevant. I mean, not that relevant versus the 10-0 run, stopped it. Okay, woo, finally. Because then that gives – that stop takes away some of the pressure from your offense to where you don't have to score. So it's like, okay, we got to stop. Oof. Okay, we can score. If we don't if we don't score, it's not as bad because we finally stopped their run. You know what I mean? So right. I, I feel you when you come with that, man. So that makes sense. Okay. So uh, my next question to you is, um, you feel a lot of pressure on yourself when you're training a kid and they don't seem to be improving or or at least not improving right away. You know, if you're training a kid that's – Let's say um, a high schooler, and he's not—he or she is not improving as fast as they like, or you would like. Feel pressure on yourself when that happens. Um, yes and no, because I'm the type of person where I always look in the mirror first. Like I see what I can do better, but at the same time, I'm not 
I'm not in a position to where I'm like with that person every single day. You feel me? So if at the same time, I put the onus back on a player because this is this is you, your career, your playing. This is your minutes to where I'm doing what I can do to make sure you're getting better. But you have to take responsibility for your game, too. So it's like it's more of a 50 50 thing. So it's like if I'm training you and I'm like, yo, we're we, we agree that a goal is to get better. Let's say let's say we're working on your shot. <clears throat> so we agree working on shooting, right? Okay, cool. How many shots have you got up? Not when we include we're not we're not including the game, not including the practice, not including your training session with me. Outside of that, how many shots have you got up? So that part right there is what you have control of. I control the sessions. I can't control the practice. So it's like it's really if you're not getting better at some point, it's like I am looking at the mirror first to be like, hey, what can I do? What can I do mentally to get them triggered to get better? What can I do within the session to make sure to get better? But at the end of the day, if you're not doing a little bit that you can do to get better, then that takes everything off of my hand because only so much I can do. And I try to put it in perspective to where they understand that it's not on me. I'm not I'm not Superman. I'm not here to save you and rescue today. Like, that's not what I'm here for. I'm just here to guide you a little bit. Like, so if you're not getting better, yeah, I'm going to take some of the heat because that's my job. That's what you're paying me for. But at the end of the day, it's all about you. Like, because when you do get better, I'm not taking credit for that. Like, yo, you put in the work. I'm not the one getting up shots. I'm not the one going through practice. I'm not the one actually in the game playing. So I, t- I can't take all the credit for your good and then take all the blame for your bad. You know what I mean? Like within the leadership, I will take the blame for it because that's how I am. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit here and just like let you be the scapegoat or let me be the scapegoat and you feel like you got off Scott clean. Like it's a balance I try to find between it to where it's like you realize that it's all on you, good and bad. So if you get better, then, yo, you did your job. Like, you did your thing. You put in work. Proud of you, man. Keep going. You're not getting better. Hey, what's, like, now I'll break things down to where it's like, okay, what have you done? Like, I, I had a young lady I was training, and we were going good and hard. We probably did twice a week for, for a while. She got a lot better. Like, she was skyrocketing. And then she took uh, a few weeks off from me, maybe about a month off from me, and game went downhill for me. I was like, yo, what's up? Like, you got so much better. Like, we were working on left hand. She got left hand down pretty decent. Jump shot form was looking solid. We, we grew a lot within that time frame. And then she just backpedaled super hard. And I'm just like, yo, what happened? Like, part of me was frustrated because it's like, bro, we worked so hard to get here through the backpedal so hard. Like, you basically started back over from the beginning. And so I was like, yo, like, what what, what have you been doing? And, like, she played all the sports and stuff. So it's just like, and then that was around the time of COVID and stuff. So it's like, I couldn't be as frustrated. So uh, I'll try to put it in perspective to where they realize that you have responsibility. It doesn't matter what I teach you, what I show you, what I talk to you about, because at the end of the day, it's on you. You know, so I do take I do feel some level of pressure to make sure you are getting better. But at the same time, it's on you because it's I'm not hooping. I'm not going out there in the games. I'm not I'm not doing none of that stuff. So. I will look at myself in the mirror first and foremost to make sure I'm teaching you right and I'm giving you the mindset to at least make you aware of the direction you're trying to get to. But the bottom line is you're not performing. You're not perf- the coach ain't looking at me. You're the one not playing. I'm I'm going to be OK. You know, like my goal is to get you playing, but you're the one that's going to be more frustrated than I am. You feel me? Like that sounds bad, but it's the truth because it's like. No, nah, you're right, though. I, yeah. I've been the player. Yeah. So. You feel me? so it's like if you're not performing at the end of the day, 
but I have other players that are performing. There's there's something that's not adding up here, you know. So you can't you can't blame me a hundred percent. I'll take half. I will easily take half. But you're not going to give me the full hundred. The other fifty has to go on you. So I don't really feel as much pressure with that because once I lay everything out and we come to an agreement, the pressure falls. Half the pressure falls back on the player. So I don't feel as much pressure with that just because, like I said, either a um, I'm already aware of my own expectations with this player. And B, I make sure they understand like mentally what it takes to get to where you want to get to. Or that's not realistic what you're trying to get to. Like you're not gonna play basketball your first year and start varsity. Like who no, no, you're not this six eight athletic freak. That's not no. So it's just <laughs> it's just being uh being able to put things in perspective to where they realize like they have responsibility for whatever happens. So I don't feel that much pressure. If I do, it's just what I put on myself. But for the most part, no, nah, not for real. I feel that because, like you said, it's still on the player at a certain point. And like you said, if, I, if I'm been, I'm, you ain't the only kid I'm training. So if I'm training multiple kids and multiple kids are progressing and you are not, then I need you to take some of that blame because obviously my methods ain't, ain't that flawed if I'm the only one or one of the few that hasn't progressed. So yeah, I definitely feel that. That makes total sense. But, uh, you better than me, though, because I about would have said it. Like, well, I ain't going to say I would have said it. But like, if a kid ever, like, a kid or a parent ever like approached me in that way, like, "Hey, my son and my daughter ain't getting no better. Like, what I'm paying you this money for? If they ain't getting better. I, I'd have been like, "Hey, I got other kids that is getting better. You asking your son or your daughter?" <laughs> but that's just me, though. That probably ain't. That's probably why I ain't no trainer. But you know, whatever. <laughs> and luckily, I ain't never had that problem. I mean, I'm, I'm still fairly young in my career and everything too. But I haven't had that problem. Like I've. One of two things have always happened for me. So either they've got it. I've, I figured out little tricks and methods to where it's like, I'm not going to have that problem. So either one of two things, I'm either going to um, get the kid to love me so much to where the long-term plan is bought in. Or if I see it's a short-term thing, I'm going to cheat a little bit and get short-term results. It just, it just depends on the situation. So if I'm trying to get you for a long-term deal, then I'm locking in to where, all right, you love me and I get something like you hooked me for, I taught you something or whatever. A lot of times I had it where parents like, yo, I've never seen my kid open up like that. I've never seen them act like this. Like I had one dude talking trash to me like crazy one session. And the mom was like, oh, I've never seen him talk trash like that before on the floor. I'm like, got him. You feel me? So, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that oh, bought into where now I know long term we're okay. So I can take the long route and some of that pressure is taken off, you know, and he's bought into where it's like whatever I say, he's going to do it or at least look at it strongly to where when, when we have those tough conversations, it's a little bit easier. And so um, the short term people sometimes they come in for the summer. They want to, hey, my kid got tried in three months. I'm like, yo, this is the worst time to do this because... <laughs> It's the reason why he is the reason why he didn't make the team last year. He's trying to get it in in three months. Like that's not how this works, especially talking about a varsity. Like that's not how it's worked. So, nah. So, uh, I feel a little pressure with that. But like when I had a dude couldn't even make a left hand layup, I'm like, try the three months, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man. But That's he ended up making the team, though. The mom ended up texting me later, like, oh, he made the team. I'm like, oh, that was up. I'm happy for him. You know, good. Team must not be that good. <laughs> Gonna be a rough year for such and such high. 
Man, <laughs> boy, when I tell you, she tell you, I was surprised. You was like, oh, he made a team. He was like, this, that, and third. Oh, cool. That was good. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. That's funny. So, uh, back to you, man. Um, uh, with with your pressure, do you feel it's another level of pressure between JUCO and D2 as far as um, like the weight you feel in your shoulders? Like when, you know, like I always say before, like we need to stop, we're looking at you. Do you feel a different level of pressure from JUCO to now? Yes, most definitely. Yes, yes, yes. And so um, the reason why that is is because like just being real, JUCO was easier. Like every game in JUCO, knowing my talents and abilities and know-how, you know, I knew every game. Like I had what it takes. I knew what to do. I knew I know. Like whoever step on this floor, I, I'm I'm good. Every game. Yeah, you know, I got here. I, my confidence was just up at JUCO because I knew I knew I had what it takes, especially after my freshman year. Like my freshman year, like I felt some, I felt a lot of pressure because I was like, I don't know how good everybody is, I don't know how tough this level gonna be. And then my first, my first game, we played a JV NAIA team, NAIA JV team. We beat them by twenty some, and I had sixteen and twelve. That's so all. Then instantly, I'm like, oh, this if this it, then you feel me. I'm good. Like, I got it. But, you know, I quickly realized that it was not going to be that easy every night. But after my freshman year, I, I was a starter from day one or, like, from game one. Probably I'm like, every game I came out there, like, I knew what was going on. I knew what to do. I got my game plan. I got my scout. I knew I could trust my – I just trusted my ability. So, I'm good. But when I got here and I got to, you know, practicing with these guys on a higher level, quickly realized that it was a higher level. Naturally, I, I guess my confidence just got shook a little bit. And I was like, man, like, every night I don't got what it takes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not saying I don't have what it takes. That's probably a bad choice of words. But every night I, I didn't just know I was going to be good with my matchup. Like, I didn't know, just know we was going to be good with whatever team we played. Cause I'll never forget the first game we played the last. You know, so my first season here it was you know twenty twenty Kobe year. So it was the 2020-2021 season, and so with with Kobe going on, we didn't start playing until January. I didn't practice for four months from August to January, practicing no games, some scrimmages thrown in and there, you know what I'm saying? But just practice. So I don't know what it's like to be on this level, but I know early on teammates who was a tournament all 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 pvc tournament player in hunter preston and a d1 transfer and uh three times they go do his name david i'm gonna call him tree that like knew was who i was going with going against every day because they were the other two post players for a while in, the, in that in, in them practicing they, they were tearing me up and uh can't lie they were busting my head and I ain't ashamed to admit that because it's part of, you know, my development. But yeah. early on when I first got up here, they were busting my head every day. I'm a D1 
defensive player, so you know that would hurt me. I was out here like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> like, ain't no way I'm getting killed like this every day. Yeah. And then sometimes you you know how it is when you play somebody, like they, they got it going, you know, they hot or whatever. They make some like some BS and you just like like what what could I even do about that? Like it just yeah. makes me even more mad. That yeah. was the type of stuff that was happening to me. So like that's when the pressure hit me. I'm like, man, like I gotta improve. Like it don't matter what happened. I'll be doggone. I sit here get towed up every day. So as the season went on, uh, as the season went on, I got better and better. You, you could tell. And my first game of the season, we played a team that was that we played a good team in uh, a school called UNC Pembroke. Good team. They had a big. Was like an all conference player, swole guy about six five, but swole and played hard. He was like a uh, equivalent to him. Like I don't even know. He just was super strong, not very athletic. Like he ain't doing a whole lot athletic wise, but strong and very physical. Like you know, he was gonna go there with anybody. Like he ain't care. He bumping you like, like he'll make a post move, bang, move. Like he was that type of player. Rebounds, he running into you for like everything. Big body dude. That was my first game in the league, and it woke me up. I was like, dang, like is this what we playing again? Like, is this gonna be every night? Yeah. <laughs> but as the season went on, I improved. And over the summertime and all season, I improved on the, this year. So now it's a little less pressure because I like – just like my first year, I know what they expect. And I know I've improved. I know, it, like, it ain't the same. So now I walk into the games kind of similarly. Like, I know I got what it takes. Air game. Air game, I walk in here like, hey, I don't care who step out here, whether he's 6'5", 7 foot, 100 pounds, 300 pounds. I done played everything in between. Now it's like, hey, whoever set foot out here, I got my scout. Uh, I got my game plan. I'm good. I'm ready. Like I, I know I got me. I, I got. I bet on me. Air trip. So it's less pressure now at this point. But there definitely was more pressure now, like here than it was in JUCO. Because, like I said, my first JUCO game, ten and twelve. D two game, four points. Four points, like three rebounds, played like seventeen minutes. Big dude that I was that like I was not ready to play. The, like it was a culture shock almost. I was like, man, like it's the league, and they bust our head too. Like we lost that game by twenty something. Dog, we practice from August to January for this. It just was a. Hey, it was just very different. My my wake up call in Juco, my wake up call in D two was very different. So naturally, the pressure that came with both very different in itself. So, yeah, the, the, I say all that to say yes. Pressure on this on this level was a lot higher than it was on the last. One. Did that shake you a lot? Like, did you like, like, dang, am I D two worried? Like, did that shake your confidence enough to where you were like, did you feel like you made the wrong decision, or it's just like you know, like. Did you feel like you were just like you want to build for D two at that point? Uh no, 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 no. Never was my confidence too. I'm I'm the type of person to step up to the challenge. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm never gonna back down for no challenge. Like, so yeah, uh, you know, we got our head uh, bust open, you know, and like I and my macho got the best of me, whatever. I'm I understood that, but I'm the type of person I can take my L. Like I can take an L like a champ. Like I'm I'm gonna take the I, I'm gonna take this one on the chin. I'm good for that. Like. This ain't the first time, you know, we didn't got been blew out. This ain't the first time my match would have got the best of me. I, I can take mine on the chin. I know, I know when I'm beat, you know what I'm saying? And so thing about me that I feel like everybody don't have, like athletes at least. One thing about me that I feel like every, everybody don't have is when I take my L's, I, I go home and I think about it. I think about why this cake happened like that or why, why was it this way? I won't just be mad about it. Cause some guys, you know, they they take that L and they mad. They like sick. And you know, I ain't saying I'd be happy, but you know, they just be angry. Like, man, oh bro, F this and we supposed to win this. And you know what I'm saying? Like, they just be mad. But in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm upset. Like, I hate that we lost, or I hate that my mentor got the best of me. But then the day I go home and I lay in my bed and I say, Okay, like, what why would why, why did this happen? I remember he did this and this and this. And that got me like, why, why, like, like, what was I thinking? What, what was I trying to do? What should I have done? I'm, I'm, I'm about correcting my mistake because one thing about me, one thing about me, my coach all the time, he, he fun, it like, and it's funny because he missed with me. But one thing about me is I'm not gonna talk crazy. Man. Like, a guy get the best to be, I take that personally, even if the team beat us. You feel me? I'm mad about the loss. I, I want to win more than anything. But if my matchup get the best of me, one thing you ain't finna do is talk crazy to me. Like I ain't just you feel me? Like I don't belong here. So that's what that's type of attitude I got about it. Somebody get the best of me. Best, guess what? You gonna see me again in the block? And I'm hey, I need mine at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. Th- that's just how I approach the game, and I feel like that's probably the best way to approach it. Like. I, well, I ain't gonna say the best way. I don't know what the best way is, but that worked for me. Knowing that, okay, yeah, he got the best of me, but he gonna come back around, and I'm gonna get mine off the back end. Best believe that. That's just that's just how I get down. That's how I see it. Like, like if I if he if he get the better of me once, you don't want to play me twice. I'm not going. That's a good mindset to have too, man. Because. Uh... I know a lot of times we get so fixated on what happened without really getting more strategic on the reaction to it. Like, like you said, you got, you could take a, you take a loss, right? And people are like, dang, man, they got me, man. Whatever. You just get mad and frustrated, which is cool, which is actually somewhat good, but they don't take that next step. It's like, dang, okay, what happened? Why did this happen? My biggest thing is always figuring out why, like, that's probably my favorite thing to like dissect and think about sometimes. It's like, why and how, like, why did this happen? Why did that happen? How did he get there? Like, how did he think to get that thing? Like, whatever. Like, dissecting between those two questions is like how you really get to the root of stuff. And it's like the fact that you didn't back down from that challenge and, you know, take that L and, you know, swallow under it. Just like, you know, like they say, pressure can burst pipes and make diamonds, which I want to, I wonder if we can come up with a new one because I'm, I'm kind of tired of that. But, um, <laughs> I, I like the I like that one. <laughs> I like it, but at the same time, I was like, bro, I'm, I'm kind of tired of hearing it. But, Maybe it's just me because I, I hear too much motivational and mindset stuff. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. But um, like you said, pressure can make a diamond or burst pipe. So it's like when you get smacked in the face, bro, that's pressure. Like how do you respond is the most important thing to it. So um, that's mental toughness for you, bro, that you're able to 
take the L, like you ain't just you know punk about it, like damn man, we shouldn't have lost this and the third. Like no, cause we did lose. Why? Like so from there, it's just like now you can actually get to an answer and like get to the next step to where it's like, all right, cool. And like you said, when, when we come back around, I know what's up. And like even if you're not ready, you get bust again. Okay, cool. What's Plan C? You won't see me in the <laughs> tournament. Or I'm gonna see you next year. Exactly. So it's like, okay, well, all right, you got me, bro. Let's like, run off to you. Something. I'm finna get this win, bro. Like everybody don't have that mindset. That's the competitive mindset that everybody don't have. So it's like, it's like you, you, you embrace that pressure, that challenge versus running from it. So that's dope, man. I respect that for sure. Bro, like you, you not finna, like I, like I feel like that's a special be able to accept your losses like uh, you gotta be because you gonna lose sometimes my way the better you accept that take it on 10 like okay we lost like and i that's not saying be satisfied with losing but like so i give you case in point so the other day when this is being recorded we lost to augusta on the road augusta university on the road and so in the game i felt like we played hard like we we it's like, it was a dog fight the whole time. It was a very fun game to be a part of. Like, I had fun playing. Like, I, I, we on the road, but, like, at a certain point, we made a run. Big plays. It felt like it was our home home, home game. And then, you know, the other way around, they, you know, they made their run. They got the rocket in there, too. And so, like, but it was a fun game to be a part of. Great atmosphere. I feel like we both teams play hard. Down the stretch of the game, we made a few more mistakes than them, and they made more plays than us, and they ended up winning the game. Uh, in the game, I tell my guys in the locker room, I say, hey, like, I'm not – you know, I ain't saying I'm happy we lost. Obviously, I'm not satisfied at all. But I can live with the fact that out there we play hard. I feel like – the two things I can't live with, I feel like we don't play hard, and I feel like we don't play smart. I can't live with that. If I feel like we go out there and we not trying, or we just like, not trying to go, we not guarding, we not going hard. You know what I'm saying, you upset about that. And if we not playing smart, if I feel like we not following our game plan, not listening to our scout or listening to our coaches, executing things like that, I'm gonna be upset about that. But if we go out here, we play hard, and I feel like we do the best we can, get everything we got. And the other team just make more plays than us. Basketball, that's a good team. Not like they a bad team. That's a good team we play in their gym. So they made more plays than us down the stretch. Could we have won? Yeah, of course we could have won. It's a dog fight the whole way. We very easily could have won. But a couple of shots go in here and there, we win the game. But them shots went in for them and not for us. So it just it's one of them things. Like I'm I'm good with that. I know how to take an L like a champ. So, but we like at the same time, I know like we we beat them in our home gym. We beat them with the same game plan that we had going down there. It's just one of them things. Like I I know, like don't come with it. It's a long season, and it ain't gonna be no undefeated teams around here. You know what I'm saying? So like you ain't never seen Duke or, or Kentucky or Syracuse or Gonzaga. You ain't never seen none of them go undefeated. Like if you have, like even like when they be close, it'd be like thirty and one. 32 and 2, something like that. Like, you're going to take an L. I just need to know, you know, how we came out. Did we come out hard? Did we play hard? Did we play smart? Did we execute our game plan? And they made more plays. That's basically what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. No, 
hey, but at the end of the day, come back around. We're gonna see him again, so don't worry about nothing. Give me one, one second, my I gotta I gotta get my charger real quick before we get cut short of him. <laughs> Had that, bro. Can't have that. Oh, cannot have that. There we go. But my next question to you is my next question to you is do you ever see do you ever feel pressure on on yourself uh get better like that may be that may be like that may be like just a kid that you like you know what I'm saying you might not necessarily be a great player but you you like him he works hard like do you feel pressure to make that kid better So the player isn't that good. Yeah. Um. Nah, not really. Um. I mean, cause I like what I do, so it's not really like a. I don't like. I don't feel pressure to be like, oh, I gotta get them better. It's just like, that's like I like that challenge. So I don't really see it as a bad thing. It's like, yo, know, like, cause I remember, um. I think I might say this on the podcast already, but I I, I remember I got um, referred to by another player. Uh, that player's parent referred me to the, this person, and so um, <clears throat> like I, I got kids kind of like within the school system. So I got like a young lady she plays for the varsity girls, and then I got two kids that play at the middle school, both in seventh grade, boy and girl. And so the young lady's dad referred me to a player. The player that I was referred to plays on the ninth grade boys team. And I asked the varsity girl about him. I just I don't want to ask two real questions. Like, yo, is he good? Can he play? Just so I can get a, a, a awareness of like where I'm dealing with. And then how is he as a person? Like, is he a bad kid? Whatever. Because wherever you wherever you start at, it's cool. I just I'm gonna meet you where you are. So on, my only goal is to get up from there. So wherever we starting from is irrelevant to me almost. Because my goal is to get you better regardless. So if you're sorry, quote unquote. I hate to say that, but like if you're sorry or not as developed, okay, cool. Let's develop you. Like that's 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 my goal, regardless. I don't care how good you are or how bad you are. My goal is to develop you. So I don't feel any extra pressure if you're good or not. Like my goal is to get you better. So as long as you you're a decent kid, like a decent human being, then I'll work with you regardless. Like my goal is to get you better. So now if you're talking about playing uh a high level. And I still don't, I don't definitely feel pressure on that because that's just more likely not going to happen. But just to get you better, regardless, like, no, I don't feel pressure about that because I want to do that either way. Whether I, I like you or don't like you as much, it's like my goal is to get you better, regardless. So I don't really feel any pressure on that. Like, that's just, that's, that's me, regardless whether you're good or not. So it's just like, it's a regular day for me. You know? Yeah, that, yeah, it's good that you approach every kid the same too. So, even if you just like them or they, you know, they even if they want to get better, but they're not as good as other kids, like the fact that you approach all of them the same is still good, I, I guess. So I, I can appreciate that. Like, especially if like, I just, you know, as I asked that question, I just imagine like a chubby kid, like that can barely bounce a ball. Like, hey, coach, coach you know, Coach B, 
<laughs> Coach B, can you get me better? You know what I'm saying? Like, you probably looking at him like, yeah, man, I, <laughs> that's kind of how I saw it in my mind. I was asking the question. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm going to get you better, bro. By, by the time I finish with you, you know, you're going to be playing varsity. Stuff like that. <laughs> like, but that's good that you approach every kid the same, though. So, so like, there's no favoritism. There's no unexpected. I mean, there's no unrealistic expectations. Things like that. So, that's good. Ain't got no time for none of that stuff, bro. Because you look at me crazy if I say, I'm going to get you to the NBA or WNBA, and that don't happen. Like, yo, what happened, Coach B? I thought you said, nope, I did not say that. That was not me. Mm-mm. <laughs> that was not me. <laughs> Nothing to come in my neck saying, Coach B said this. Nope, I did not say that. Nope. Nope. I told you shoot for the stars. Told you dream high, but you're going to have to work there. Like, I'm be, I'm, I'm going to let you dream as high as you want to, but I'm going to be very realistic on the back end, too. Like, hey, you want to go there? All right, cool. I'm going to do the best I can to get you set up for that, as best as I know. If we fail, I know I did my best. I know I did because I, I, I'm only learning at a certain level for right now. So I do feel pressure on that extent to, like, get to where I feel more comfortable. Like, right now my goal is to get, you know, get you to college, like get some players with, like, I got them to college. Then from there, it's like, okay, got you to college to like certain level of college, like D2, D1, uh, mid-major or the power five. And then from there, it's like, yo, can I get you to pro? Whether that's overseas or, you know, NBA, WNBA. Like I have only get to there, but right now I just like to get a consistent base to where it's like, I'm known to get kids better. That's my, that's my biggest thing right now. Like I've known to get kids better. You want your kid to develop and get better go see B-Ball Jones. Like, that's what I want to get to right now within really this year to where it's like, that's a very confident and comfortable thing to where it's like, I can approach you, yo, you want to get better? My name's B-Ball Jones. My name's Ron Jones. Let's talk. So that's where I'm at right now. Like, I don't feel any pressure to be like, oh man, I can't dribble right now. I dribble with my head. Like, okay, cool. Let's, let's figure out, do you know where your hands are? All right, cool. Let's 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 use this. Let's start there. <laughs> you feel oh, me? So it's like just wherever you at, bro. I don't care if you like a monkey, bro. All right, let's first off, uh, let's look, pick up this book right here called Science. You're not a monkey, okay? Let's break this down first. You're a human being. All right, let's let's. You know what I mean? So I don't care where we start at. Like we'll meet you where you are, so we can develop and grow. So I don't really feel the extra pressure with that, man. So yeah. So. Uh, back to you. Um, I'm not saying you are the leader, but you're one of the leaders. Like you're more of a vocally or defensive leader. So when it comes down to like any um, team issues or locker room issues, do you feel like you have the expectation to step up as one of the leaders on the team? Like a, a situation <coughs> happens, like you know, it's different between like. The coach got to say something and the players got to say something. Like, it's two different voices. And sometimes the coach is cool with it. Like, what the coach says is cool. I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's just it goes in one ear out the other. So do you feel pressure sometimes, like, as one of the, the leaders or at least vocal leaders on the team to speak out and say something? Um. Well, I, I have to say it depends on what happened. Like, if it's a situation between two players, Something of that nature, like two players get into it, anything like that, then uh, probably not. Like, I let the, you know, we grown, you know, y'all sell it like me. I ain't saying fight, I ain't even gonna let y'all fight, but you know, y'all talk that out. Mm-hmm. Be like, I ain't your daddy, I ain't gonna like hug each other, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
y'all grown, you know what I'm saying? Like, but when it start, when things start to affect business, you know what I'm saying? Like when it's affecting what we got going on, what we trying to do, what we trying to accomplish, that's when I, I might say something like, hey, like guys, like that's always like, I don't care what y'all got, what kind of beef, whatever. I don't care about none of that for real. Like we got something to do. We got business to have. And that's happened a couple of times where I had to like, I ain't saying I didn't just stepped in and it was like, hey, everybody just shut up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, but I'm going to talk to you. I'm like, hey, bro, like, we trying to do something. And y'all are hindering that. So y'all need to squash that. Like, whatever. So, but uh, but when I was in junior college, I did, I was exactly who you who you are depicted. Like, when things happen, I can tell you, bro, my, uh, when I was in JUCO, my sophomore year at least, two leaders, me and my point guard, Javon Dunk. And I told him all the time, I said, the crazy thing about our team is Vaughn is the daddy of the team and I am the mama. Like, I ain't to put it that way, but that's how it was. Players, like, didn't mess with Vaughn. They listened to him. They had a little bit of, like, fear, splash, respect for him. Like, Vaughn was that kind of guy. Like, like they knew he would throw hands with him, whatever. Vaughn was, like, one of the smallest dudes on the team. But they had that kind of respect for him. And so they listened to him whenever he spoke. And he didn't say, say, he didn't say a whole lot. Like, I mean, he talked and joked around or whatever. But when it came to like actually like being serious and trying to like be like a leader and lead something, he didn't say a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I was the guy, I was the mama of the team. Like, you know how like a lot of times like your dad would go to work, come home, and put food on the table. Like, he come to practice, do what he got to do, go home. You know, you know, he kicked it with us. I ain't saying he just ain't fool with us, but he do he ain't say I have to say a whole lot. But if he says something, folks, listen. I gotta get folks ready for school. Get make sure folks making making it to practice, making sure folks where they need to be. I gotta make sure people know what time they gotta be places. I'm keeping track of things. Somebody upset, okay, let me go talk to so-and-so. Let me go pat him on the back, make sure he's good. Things like that. That was me. I'm the guy people calling. Hey bro, what uh we can do this and this and this. Talk to coach, bro. So I talk to him. Folks text me. Hey, what time practice is? Hey, what time we got to be a study hall? Hey, what time uh such such is at this place? You know what I'm saying? All the time, like texting me, asking me, and that was something that was like a pressure on me. Like I like it went like a huge pressure, but like it put pressure on me. Like okay, clearly I need to know everything that's going on at all times. God forbid I had the same class as one of the boys. Oh my God. They called me. You got to do everything for them at that point. Oh, brother, for real. I kid you not, Brian. One day we in the summertime, but the summer between my freshman and sophomore year. I kid you not. We all in the same science class because they said it's supposed to be the easiest class, the easiest science class. They put us all in there. Like all the people that I came in with that year in that class. In there, my uh other guard Miguel Hooks, like Corey, like all the guys that I came in with year was in that class. So naturally, we got to do everything together. And so I remember like it was yesterday. The teacher came up to we all sitting in the back because we too cool for class. <laughs> we all sitting in the back chilling, whatever. Teacher come back there, we finna start a group project. But like we doing the in class, but we all in group. Back there, kids, you not. Everybody already asked me like, what? Do, all the guys asking me like, what we do, what we can do, whatever. 
This man came back there. He's like, you guys working? Yes, sir, we got it. You the leader? I looked at them. Looking at me. I said, I guess so. <laughs> he said, all right, get them together, man. Get them right. And walked off. I was like, what is, what, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> the teacher, not even the coach, a teacher coming up to me talking about, you leader? I guess so. All right, get them together, man. Let's, let's go. Let's get, let's get it going. That's funny. What? I was like, what's happening, bro? Like, that, that was the type of person I had to go. I thank God it ain't that bad no more. It was, you know, it was a certain amount of, you know, it's a certain amount of, a, of a, you know, that, I, you know, they respected me enough to like, like they knew I was going to know and they knew I was a reliable source and stuff like that. So there's a certain amount of a compliment in that. But it was just like an annoying amount of pressure. Not like something like I was losing my hair, like, you know, stressed out over, but it just was annoying. I was like, golly, bro, I got to know everything for everybody. Guys, you, I remember guys, you have issues, coach would be like, Oh, the so and so man, see, see, see what the problem is. See if you can figure out what's wrong with. Him. I gotta go over there, like, hey man, like, what's up, bro? Like, we noticed you, you've been down. You, we noticed you, you know, you ain't really been into it. And they'll tell me, I'm the team mama. They, they, they'll tell me because they know you feel me. Like, everything they tell me is gonna be confidential, and they know I ain't gonna just you know out them to nobody or put their business out there. So they, they have no problem telling me. But I'm, on, they know I'm on their side at the end of the day. So that's always been me. Like since I, like my senior high school up now, that has always been me. I'm the guy that knows. Ask Nelson. And then like if they want something from coach, they want coach to do something for us or like some kind of special treatment or like decision making. Hey, see if you can get coach to do this. See if you can get coach to push practice back to 1.30, 2.30. See if you can get coach to practice early. Like that was them, bro. I, it was all the time. And like it's a little bit of that now where they'll be like, hey man, see if see if you can do it. See ask coach if we can do this, you know, because I have a good relationship with, I, with my coach now the same way. So they might be like that with, with me now. But it ain't nowhere near as bad as it used to be at Bevel. Like at Bevel, I was like like when I say I was like they mama. And that's crazy because we had a team mama. Like we had Miss Tiffany, lady named Miss Tiffany, that would really take care of us anything we needed off the court. But when it came to basketball affairs, they mama. Like Nelson, what time? What time we gotta be here? Hey, what we gotta wear? You going to such such place? If you ain't going, I ain't gonna go. It was bad. It was bad. Sometimes folks used to come up to me, like Miss Tiffany, or like some of the other people that worked there, like like Miss Jalisa or or Miss Park, anything like that. The people that that was just in the faculty that knew me, they'll ask me to go play. They'll be like, uh, "Hey, we having such such." On campus later today or tomorrow, or whatever, you should bring the team. Team to come. I can't make these boys go nowhere. Like <laughs> they talk about, I'm bring the team. Like, do I got a school bus or something, bro? Like, do I? <laughs> do you think I just bring them everywhere with me? Like, hey, bring the team to such and such. We doing this. All right, I'll ask them, and then I'll ask them. They'd be like, man, no, nah, we not doing that. I'm like, look, bro, <laughs> look, just a couple of y'all go with me, bro. I'm gonna go. Just a couple of y'all go with me. You ain't got to stay long. I'll stay. Feel me? I know them. I know y'all don't know them. Whatever. Like, whew. That ain't that bad no more. But there is definitely pressure that comes with being that leader of the team, man. It's like, dang. Bro. I got to know. I got to know things. I got to be on top of things. If I ain't on top of it, 
it's gonna be bad. Even to the point where, like, if I ain't practicing hard, guys that like not everybody, but like some guy, like if I'm not practicing hard, and I'm a guy that practices hard almost every day. If I'm not practicing hard, it's like, oh, today chalk. Practice hard. What we gonna practice hard for? Like, yeah, forget it. If Vaughn didn't practice hard, whatever. Vaughn, it's Vaughn. We good. Vaughn sometimes don't practice hard. Whatever. We know he know what to do. If I'm not practicing hard, guys not practicing hard. Like it's over with. And coach will tell me like, Nelson, you you didn't have a whole lot of energy today. Like you just didn't, didn't look like yourself. I'm like, yeah, coach. I'm sorry. I'm just tired. Like, man, like. Those guys depend on you, man. If you don't practice hard, like, that's why practice is so bad. I'm like, man, the whole practice bad because of me. <laughs> part of that leadership, bro. That's part of that leadership, man. Ooh, it's tough, dog. It's tough. But, you know, it make you a better person in the end because it make you realize, like, okay, I need to come with, like, every day I need to make sure I'm on it. I'm on top of things. I, I am a leader. I am an important piece of the puzzle. So I need to make sure I'm doing my job. So and that that's it, that prepares you for life. Cause one day I'm gonna have a real job. And like mm-hmm. I might not feel like doing it that day, whatever it may be. You know, one day I might I might finish playing pro and go and get on and go on to do like a regular like job in whatever field I choose to be in. And I might have to be on top of things. And like that'll help me advance in the future. Like I, I'm about my business. That's one that that's one thing I like to say about myself. I am about my business. I need to take care of myself. Take care of my affairs. Make sure everything is in order. So it, it has helped me improve in life, not just in basketball. So I am grateful for that. But it ain't fun. Not fun. I can respect that, man, because it's it's a lot to just balance yourself and manage yourself. You feel me? But when you have that that weight on you from the whole team, coaching staff, and people around the team, it's just like. Like, yo, like, hold on, bro. Like, I got to – is Nelson okay? Like, hold on. Is Nelson okay? Like, let me – time out. Like, get all y'all. Is Nelson okay? <laughs> so, it's like, do you have a hard time balancing that? Do you have the pressure, like – because you, you're a lot more social than me, so it's like I have no issue retracting from people, like, ducking off. Like, <laughs> do, you have, do you feel like any pressure from, like, balancing uh, Nelson – like as yourself, as a student athlete, you know, of course, the student part, like balancing your schoolwork, balancing you as a young man, you know, handling your business, developing and growing. Uh, you as an athlete have taken care of practice games, training sessions and in a social life, too. Like, do you have a do you feel pressure to um, be, you know, on point in every area or do you feel like you have a good rhythm or balance of like, uh, all right, it's time for. Basketball, I'll take priority right now. Do you do it? It's time for me to. I right, we ain't got nothing going. Okay, let me study here. Like, do you have a a problem with balancing that? Like, do you feel more pressure balancing that, or you feel like you got it kind of under control? I mean, it's more. It's very. I feel like it's more under control now than it used to be. Like, there was a point in time I was kind of losing focus, stuff, and that was bad. Taking me off the court, and like <clears throat> when I was younger, definitely when I was younger, my balance was bad. Like. It was kind of hard. Uh, you know, it was hard to balance relationships and things like that. Like, uh, I remember, uh, to put it in a better word, uh, I remember I was watching the I Am Athlete podcast. And they were uh, – they had their wives on, a bunch of NFL guys, former NFL players. 
and their wife or girlfriend or whatever. And they were discussing, you know, what it was like to be in a relationship while their husband was in the league and things like that. So they all talking about it from their different points of views. And the men felt like me. Like, oh, I'm putting my all into this. You know what I'm saying? I come home to you. You got all this. I provide all this. I provide, excuse me. I provide all this for you. The women, like, the main thing they all said was, giving your all to everybody, the, the field, your teammates, your coaches, the fans, everything. You give your all to them. You do everything they need you to do. And then you come home to me and give me the bare minimum. You tired and things like that. And I'm your wife, your girlfriend. Like, yeah, that, that, that was me. Because <laughs> I really would be doing it. I'm giving the people everything. Like, I'm playing, like, I'm giving my team everything. Practice hard every day. Play hard every game. Go out there, get everything I got. And, you know, people ask me to go places. Like, hey, we having this event. We having that event. We need y'all to be there. We want y'all to show up. I go to church. All right, well, we have a Bible study on Wednesday. All right, I'm going to go. Cool. We do that. We used to do that as a team. Friends, every night, their friends want to go out, hang out, whatever. Team want to hang out, play the game, whatever. Cool. Like, it was a lot to balance. And I don't think a lot of people, like, realize, like, when you – everybody ain't in my shoes. I ain't trying to make it seem like, you know, I just had this – like, like I didn't have no free time. Because I did have plenty of free time also, but – it was like there was times it was hard to balance, you know what I'm saying? Especially in season. And uh then you know, you come home to your girlfriend or anybody you're trying to talk to at the time, it's like, ah, I don't really feel like talking. I've been talking all day. I like talking. <laughs> but you know, you know, whoever you're talking to or in that relationship with, they don't deserve that. So that's where the balance come in. Like, dang, like who do I give my time to? Who do I give my effort? What do I put my time and my my energy in. And so it took me a while to realize the balance I needed for that. And so now, like, I'm to a point now I'm more old, I'm older, more mature. I tell people straight up, like, hey, I'm not doing it. Like, I, I can't. I, I got workouts. I got practice. I got practice. I don't have class or I got, cl- I got class before practice. Like, got to eat. Yeah. If it don't fit in that schedule, I'm not cutting none basketball-wise out or none school-wise out. So if it don't fit into that schedule, I'm not doing it, bro. Like, it, it is what it is, and I'm sorry. And I tell people that, like, hey, I would if I could, but I can't. Like, that, go, that go with, like, women. Like, dang, like, I tell them straight up, like, hey, you know, I got I got workouts and practice for this. They do it. Like, like, hey, I want, you want to hang out? You want to do this? You want to do that? I'm pretty tired after practice. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna take me a nap. I gotta work out at six. So I mean I ain't gonna get through the about seven. Then I'm gonna go on, take a shower, go be about seven thirty, eight, eight o'clock. Like I'm pretty tired. Probably gonna go to sleep. <laughs> and folks really look at you like, man, where you been? We ain't seen. Yeah. The same places. <laughs> yeah. I respect that, man. I respect that for sure. Cause that's like you said, it's it's a sign of um like self-respect, a sign of maturity. And that you got your head on straight and like you got priorities in order because that's a tough thing to do. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm still learning that as an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, how to like manage my time, manage my schedule and stuff. Because it's like because it, it, it's your view to have all the time in the world because you don't have to you don't have anything to do. But like that's a slap in the face, bro, because how, I'm so, how am I supposed to make my living if I have all this free time? Like, no, like I have you. it's so much that goes into 
business and it's, it's so much that you have to do especially if you're not like you don't have people to delegate stuff to like i i am the business i'm i am everything like as a student athlete you are the bit like you're you base essentially are a brand in the business right now because you can make money off your name and likeness name image and likeness the nil deal and you still have schoolwork to manage you still have a social life to manage you still have you know a personal self to manage so it's like i respect that you found um your balance and priorities, man. Like, I really respect that, bro. That's what's up. Appreciate that, bro. It was, it was kind of difficult. And, like, you know, when you're in them scenarios, you kind of find yourself, like, stressing. Like, mm-hmm. and you find yourself, like, well, at least in my own personal life, like, I find myself, like, like, pushing certain people away or, like, not, like, being kind of, like, on edge with them. Like, man, I, like, no, bro. Like, snapping on them for no reason. Like, no, bro, I'm not doing that. Like, and they ain't did nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It was important that I find that balance, not just myself, but the people around me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta, you gotta balance your energy. Your energy is very important. Like, what you put your energy into, who you give your energy to, very important. And so, um, that's what that's what I had to learn. So, how how did you get to that point? How did you get to that point where you found it? Like, what what was the breaking point that you were just like, everything's out of whack? And what steps did you take to get it in balance? So last year, when I was here, my uh, coaches used to be big on me. Like, I was working out consistently for a while, like, trying to get better. I felt the pressure of, like, you know, like I said earlier, I was getting my head – I was getting my head buzzed every day in practice and stuff like that. I'm feeling pressure to get better. I need to be better. I'm not going to take this every day. I'm not that kind of person. So I'm training every day with my assistant coach, Coach Stephen Peebles. Shout out to him who helped me develop a lot in a small period of time, really. So I'm, I'm getting it going. You know, I'm developing every day, getting better every day. So then that was going on first semester. Second semester, my classes changed. I wasn't able to work out as consistently. And so, but at the same time, I wasn't making a concerted effort to try to work out as much. Like, it was like, ah, I can't work out at the same time no more. Oh, oh well. I started getting complacent. So then my coaches, we have an individual meeting. Every, like, month or so, we have individual meetings, which is you by yourself and all our coaches. You sit down, they all, they kind of ask you some questions about how you feel and what's, about what's going on and about what, how, how things are going and everything. <clears throat> and then they tell you some things they want you to know about the way you play, about what you're doing, everything. They tell you some things they, want, they just want you to know. And like give you advice and ask you, and you know, just you know, just it's just a time that you know that y'all can same page. So I'm in my individual meeting in the second semester. So Nelson, uh, my coach is like Nelson. One thing I noticed about you, like I feel like you said you were playing your best best basketball when you was working out with that man right there. Talking about Coach Pete, like you playing your best best basketball. You was getting better. I seen you in here working every day. And it was showing like you were you were playing better. Uh, I feel like you start playing better. You got complacent. Now you're not working as hard. Like you're not developing anymore. Like you're not getting no more. You're not getting better anymore. Like you 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 kind of just settled. And like I see you come here every day with your Chick Fil A, milkshakes, and, and everything. Like you you having a good old time, and that's good. I want you to enjoy your time, but 
remember, I need you to keep the main thing the main thing. Like, I want you to be good. I want you to be happy. All that. Remember that this come first. Like, you need to be trying to get better every day. He said, and then he said something to me that I ain't never forgot. It stuck in my mind. He said, Nelson, you walk around here every day, like everything okay. We got, we five, we ended our season five and seven. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever our record was at that time. He said, Nelson, I, I, like, I feel like you walk around here like everything good, everything great. And it's not, everything ain't good, Nelson. Everything is not good. I need you to walk around here with a little more urgency. Like, I need to get better. We need to get better. We need to win games, things like that. And when he said that to me, I was like, you're right. Like, everything is not good. So I need to be, I need to, I need to uh, conduct myself accordingly. Like, act like we need to get better. I need to get better individually. And so that's when I started like buckling down. Like, okay, let me not be so lax about everything. Like, let me put basketball first. I can't, I can't take everything for granted. Like, yeah, I'm enjoying my time here. Everything good. I'm having a good time. But make sure I keep basketball the main thing. And so from that day four, I did. I stayed up here all summer, working and working out. That's all I did all summer. You know, I had my fun with my off days, but like. Only in my off time. Get no workouts if I can help it. And uh, it's no day. I, I was I was serious. Like I'm 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 getting to it. Then you know school start back. I'm in the gym every day. My regular time ain't working. Hey, can you get in here at this time? I'll be good to go at this time. If you can't, can you get in here at this time? All right, well then today ain't gonna work. All right, can we get in here tomorrow morning? I'm getting to it. I make sure that this comes first every time. And so then when I did when I once I started doing that, it kind of fell into place because now it's like, all right, this coming first. That's for certain. So everything else second. And you know, school is second, obviously. I need to make sure I get my grades. So school is second. And then I I had that forced me to pick and choose what's important to me. So like doing this podcast, like hanging out with my friends, my girlfriend, anything. I need to make sure this is coming first. And so now that that just put me in a position to where I was like, okay, so whatever whatever I do in between that time, that is the balance. And so I, I make sure I take my time to rest. I make sure I take my time to sleep, take a nap, whatever. Make sure I take that time too, because I feel like that's important. Like, folks don't underestimate the power of a nap. Man. Man. Folks underestimate the power of that nap, especially when you're in college, you've been in college, you know that post class nap. Need it. Who you what? I tell you what. Last semester, last semester I had class at eleven. Eleven to like twelve fifteen. Then I go eat at like twelve thirty. Practice was at one. And it was from like one to about three. The calf opened at five. But so I get home at about three thirty. Like if we had if we didn't have study or whatever. If we had study out, then I get home like four. Come home, take me a shower. About six, seven, eat, come back, and start doing my homework and stuff. I'm refreshed, re-energized, everything. Then nothing moved till I took that nap. Made sure <laughs> I took it. I'm saying, bro, like, find that balance. And that was, that was kind of how I did it. Like, make sure you know what your main thing is. If it ain't basketball, you know, if you listen to this podcast, it probably is. But 
basketball, make sure you know what the main thing is. If your main thing is your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever, good. They're cool. Put your energy into them. Make sure they know you love them, care about them, cool. But make sure everything you do lines up with what you want your main thing to be. Okay, I won't play back. I want basketball to be the main thing. Okay, cool. I got class. All right. I need to work, I need to work out of time around that schedule. Make sure I get my workout in, my shots up, my practice time in, everything, my rehab time. Make sure I got time in all that to do it. Yeah. After that, okay, what's next? What, what comes next in my criteria or my, my um my priority? All right, I got a girlfriend, got a boyfriend, I got friends, whatever. Get in wherever they can get in. I tell my friends that I, I tell my friends that in real life, I'd be like, hey man, I free. Like, I appreciate friends that I, that don't always need me to be around. I understand. What's up? Like, y'all know I ain't going to always be here to hang out and stuff. They understand that. They respect that. And they'll be like, hey, uh, you know, so we doing this and this and this. Can you go? Ah, we play that next day. So I, I probably ain't going to go. You know, but you, 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 like, y'all don't play till the next day. Like, you can go. I'm like, nah, but I ain't trying to be out and about. They got plenty of that. I ain't trying to be tired, sleepy. No, I ain't trying to be out late. None of that. Or if I do go, I'm leaving early. No, yeah, bro. I got a game tomorrow. I'll holler at y'all. Take this job serious, bro. Like, and just, that's just that's part of it. Like that. So, so young young players watching this right now, make sure you understand that. Like, for especially before you get into college basketball, if you plan on going to play college or anything like that, high school you kind of straight because all your priorities in the same place. You go to school, play basketball in the same place. You do everything at the same time every day. Nothing changes. But you get to be on when you get to be in college and things like that. Your time is yours. Like you do with that what you want to do. You you on your own. No mom and daddy here to make you get up for school, go to class. No mom and daddy here to take you to practice. No mom and daddy here to make sure you eat, make sure you sleep, get you up, like wash your clothes, anything. So. It's, you know, what you do with your time, you got to figure that out. So make sure you you know what your main thing is. Make sure you know what come after that and what come after that and what come after that. And then plan accordingly. And that's how you find your balance. That's a gem right there, bro. I like that, man. Ho- hopefully they're taking notes on that because that, that, was, that was a needed thing, man. So, man, that's that's I, that's really respectable, bro. Like, I ain't even, like, trying to blow you up when I say that. Like, that's real respectable, like, that you – Took the onus from your coach and you took the responsibility of like, all right, let me let me get everything straight. Cause I'm I'm out of order. Cause a lot of players aren't coachable enough to be like, man, he coming to me crazy, bro. I am working hard, man. Just because I'm enjoying myself, don't mean I ain't doing this. It's like, nah. Obviously doing the best for you. So it's like they ain't just saying that to hurt your feelings or to try to call you out. It's like, no, I've seen slackage. Like, you're not coming in here correct. So let's come in here correct. And then you took the onus on you, it's like, all right, let me step up in figure out, let me self-evaluate to where I can prepare to where we're everybody in the same direction now. Like coaches say I'm going this way, I'm saying I'm going this way, so we good now. So I really like respect that, bro. That's what's up. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, you know, it was a certain time. They they said, I, I ain't going to lie to you, they said this to me a couple times. Like, and, you know, the first few times I was looking at it like, man, like I feel like I'm working. Like, what's up? But I, I had to realize, like, they like you said, they do have my best interest at heart. Like they're not saying this for no reason, and they believe in me. So, uh, them saying that multiple times, they, they there's some truth in it. Like, so I had to stop being sensitive, stop like just 
looking at it from my own point of view and realize like they they obviously see something like this is not just something they want to say to me just to make me mad and you know i was kind of stuck in my way they was right i was complacent i was kind of stuck like hey, i'm having a good time i was walking in with food every day stuff like that i wasn't getting fat or nothing but you could tell i was enjoying my time let me say that like walking in with chick-fil-a and john every day <laughs> and so they they understood they was like man nelson like you walk in with food every day i can tell you having a good time so they, they just make sure you keep it the main thing the main thing and now i do and they tell me they people tell me how time how much i didn't improved and got better from last year to this year and i'd be like man it, it almost kind of feel like an insult i'm like dang bro was i'm not good like <laughs> folks tell me all the time like man you way better than you were last year i'm like bro what you trying to say bro like <laughs> was I sorry or something, bro? Just say that. <laughs> like, so last year, you got better. <laughs> like, just say that, bro. Like, that, like I know, Brian, they really be making it seem like this. Like, I remember one guy was like, if you improve, like, because I got another year of eligibility. They was like, one guy was like, you improve as much this year to next year as you did from last year to this year, you're going to be the best player in the league. What you trying to say, bro? Like, <laughs> just say it. Like, <laughs> Did I suck last year or something, bro? Like, say that. Like, golly. I be real deal hot. Like, I be trying to just take the compliment, but I really be wanting to say, like, bro, bro what you trying to say, bro? Was I sorry, bro? Just say that. Did I suck last year? Tell me that to my face right now. Fight over compliment, bro. Come on, man. I, man. Come on, man. Like, what? What if one of your kids like been training with you for like six months, and then month seven they like, man, you a way better trainer than you used to be. <laughs> like, you've been coming this whole time. Like, you've been in every game. Like, what you mean, bro? Oh man, uh, I know how you feel, bro. I've been like, hold on, bro. Like, was I bad before? Like, did that? And then you go home, start thinking like, dang, I used to suck six months ago. Like, hold on, like, I know how you feel, bro, but it's still funny, man. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, but I tried to take the company. Like, all right, thank you, bro. I'm glad I'm getting better. Whatever. <laughs> That's funny, bro. That's a good. One. But, but man, I'm I'm all out of questions for you, bro. Do you if you, do you have any more for me? Um. Yeah, you made me think of one more I wanted to ask. Um. It's kind of selfish, but I don't care. It's our, it's my podcast. It's our podcast. So when it comes to this podcast, do you feel um, any pressure? Because like you, you got more receptive, more, more, you received more feedback than I have, you know, from peers and stuff about the podcast. So do you feel like there's any pressure on you slash us to perform and exceed expectations that we have or that you feel like we have? Uh, yeah, to a certain extent, I ain't, you know, it ain't just like crushing pressure, you know, I ain't out here like, man, we gotta be good, bro. Like, but you know, you know, I ain't, I ain't like stressed out about it, but mm-hmm. you know, I want to be good. Like anything I do, I want to be good at it anyway. But, uh, more than that, I, I don't like to be embarrassed. So like people I know listen to it. I got friends mm-hmm. listen to a homeboys, teammates, they listen to it. I ain't trying to have nobody come up to me like, hey, man, that last episode y'all got, what, what, what y'all talking about, man? I ain't that too junk. Like, that is trash. Like, I cut it all 10 minutes in. Like, I ain't trying to hear that. You know what I'm saying? So if I know if I know somebody I fool with or I know is listening, or if anybody really is listening, but especially somebody I, like, know and respect, listen to what I'm doing, I want them to be good. Like, I want them to respect me. 
doing the thing. Like, I ain't trying to be embarrassed out here. So I do feel that pressure. Like, nah, bro, we're going to be good. Like, I won't come in half still. Like, when I say I like to come in on my Shannon Sharp, my Stephen A, I need that. Like, they don't have step on that now. Episode you ever seen? You ain't never seen them walk in looking at their paper like, uh, yeah. So this and this and this and this. Like, no, they come in there. They know what's going on. They know what they want to say, and they articulate. And so that's how I feel about it. That's, that's how I go about. It. Like, no, I want this gonna be good, bro. Like, and I tell people like, hey man, I listen to the podcast, bro. Y'all talking about some good stuff. I'm like, yeah, man, I appreciate it. So and then they and then sometimes they'd be like, hey, so like, how y'all? How y'all get started? How y'all even like know what y'all gonna talk about? I'm like, man, we we we, we sit down, we talk about it, we work on it. It don't, it don't just happen. We don't just get on there and be like, yeah, man. So press record, let's go. I know. We we plan out. We have, like we sit down. We talk about what we want to say, and we we get it right. We get it together. So uh, I do feel pressure that make sure that this is good content. Like I'm not half stepping. So to our fans and our loyal viewers and whatnot. No, the B Ball Jones podcast ain't half step. Like we, we can't, everything we do, we can't. We ain't come to play. Like we, we wanted to be good for y'all. We put our best before, yep. and we, we, you know, we don't play around. Like I, even to the point now where like, I say we trying to record, and I know I got other stuff going on. I tell people like, uh, yeah, I can't make it for the podcast. Like, and they be like, oh, you got a podcast? Yeah, you should check it out. B Ball Jones podcast <laughs> on all platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like I make sure I block off time because, like I said, it's one of my priorities now. So I block off time for this. Like I'm not. I want it to be good. I want it to be something people can appreciate and respect. So I'm never gonna, never gonna have step when it comes to this. Like this is like, I, this is something I want to do. So I'm gonna put my best foot forward every time. I agree, man. Like, uh, the only pressure I could say I do feel is from me. Like, I don't feel any necessarily outside pressure because I expect a certain level of quality when I press seeing when I press record, I expect a level of greatness to come out from this podcast. And when I do edit and send it out, I expect a certain level of expectation. Even with the first season, like, you know, we talked about where I told you what my expectations was for that first season. Even with that, I was taking anything and everything like open to it all i want you to tell me it sucked please tell me it sucked but what i told you early why and how well why do you think it sucked okay how do you think we can get better what what are you seeing that, that, that what, what are we missing i want to get your respect you can be completely wrong talk to me let me talk to you what's what's up a word all right cool you can be completely wrong i'm still gonna listen because regardless you might have one thing that you say that's like dang that is kind of true the 99 percent of the rest of that was garbage but that one percent was like i can take that and i'm open to all of that so it's like i'm very comfortable with all of that especially like i told you before like i told you like we had a conversation multiple times about what our expectations were for the first season and we we did that you feel me so same thing for this season plus more like we we've had this conversation multiple times you feel me so uh mm. right now i don't really feel any outside pressure from people like for the most part i don't because um i think the part of the reason why i don't feel pressure because i have so much on myself that you can't outdo what i feel for me like i i'm i'm already at a 10 bro so it's like that's an eight what you already what you're saying that's cool all right i already thought about that plus six more things like i'm overthinking too like i'm analyzing all this stuff so it's like man b you should do this isn't that uh 
I am. I, you just don't see it yet. Man, you should be doing this, man. Like, thank you. I am. I thought about that. That was a good idea. Till I came up with this idea to top that one. But thank you. Thank you. So I thought about that last week. That's that's about six months ago, bro. But thank you. I like that. Thank you, though. I'm while, while I'm saying I am open to all ideas. You can DM me whatever you got. I'll take all that. It could be an old idea. I don't care. Still DM me. I'll take all that. But I'm just saying. Don't expect me to not have thoughts and ideas because that's what I do. I'm a thinker. So, um, yeah, I just feel like there's no, no real, I don't say no real pressure, but no outside pressure from anybody else because it's like. You can't put more pressure on me than I put on myself. At this point, you can't, bro, because I see where it can go. So it's just like you don't see where I see to where I have that pressure on me to get there. You might see something that's like, that's that's, the, that's I see that for year two. I'm talking, I'm thinking about year five. So I'm already I'm already. How can I get there? So like you can't pressure me to get to year two when I'm already thinking year five. I don't know if that makes sense to people, but it makes sense up here. So it's like that pressure that you could put on me. That was just like I don't even know. Like that's just that wasn't nothing for me. So I don't feel any real pressure to come do this. At least outside, it's already pressure I put on myself. So. Um, yeah, I agree with you, man. Like, then I like, I remember when I went to your game and the coach was like, man, I like your podcast, listen to it. Just, just a little bit. Like, okay, make sure we're doing the same thing. That's it. Make sure we, st- make sure we, uh, the worst case, we maintain that. That's the worst case scenario. But I already know we, we passed that. I've already, like, we talked about that. I already know we have. So it's like, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't feel pressure sometimes, like, not, not from that. So that's kind of how I feel about it. But that's it for me. I feel it, man. So that's all the questions we have, man. I guess that does it for another installment of the Bebop Jones podcast, man. We appreciate y'all for listening. We hope y'all got something out of it. And one thing I want to say, I, I hope we noticed, I hope y'all as the viewer noticed, none of these questions was about, man, how I feel having to take the last second shot or what what you feel during current time. Like, that's not the only pressure we feel as players in the strength. Like, like, them last two minutes of the game or the butterflies you get before the game start, like, that's not that's not the most important thing. That's not the only pressure we feel in our profession. So I hope people realize that. I hope that ain't lost on some people. But hope you got something out of this. Definitely some gems in this one. Uh, like, follow, and subscribe. Make sure you follow Brian on, on all social medias at B Ball Jones. That's B E Ball Jones on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And follow me on Twitter at Nelly H34 and Nelson Haskin on Facebook. And uh, keep the conversation going. We all, you know, we always love to take feedback and comment. You know, like Brian said, feel free to DM us some ideas. We probably thought about it last month, but go ahead and try it anyway. You know, we appreciate all feedback and ideas y'all can give us. But um, with all that being said, man, thank y'all again for listening. And yeah.